Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'm Marshall. That's the boys. This is the community pub. And tonight I am drinking from Stoke Cloud. This is uh, their version of a winter ale. This is Neon Noel. So Stone Cloud is a one of my favorite uh, breweries here in Oklahoma. They usually have what we enjoy as Stone Cloud Neon Sunshine, a good summer beer, Belgian wit style, and this is their Belgian wit winter style of it. So looking forward to jumping into that. I'll skip Lucas. We already know how horrible his <laughs> beer is. Oh, I'm just kidding, Lucas. What are you drinking tonight? I'm having a Bud Light as usual. Oh, wait, I meant to skip. I forgot about that. Bud Light as usual. Well, no, every once in a while you have a few different ones. Sometimes I get a little spicy. Yeah, sometimes. What do you like to drink uh, for Christmas? Uh, I like to drink eggnog, actually, for Christmas. I have a thing for Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. It's like 15%. It's a vodka mixture. You can... I don't know where you get it, honestly. I get gifted one or two of them every year, but that's some good stuff. I think I've only drank eggnog like one Christmas, once or twice. I've, I've never been, uh, really? just never has oh. been really in my palate. I wish it was for sale year round because, oh, good stuff. Yeah. Hey, people that like it, like it. So I, you know, don't rock it till you knock it, I guess, right? Yeah. There's a reason it's a holiday tradition. It looks like Mr. Stanley's still in holiday tradition, hanging out under the Christmas tree. He's trying to make sure he's a good boy. Uh, what are you sipping on tonight? Uh, we're having a hot tarts, pretty good <clears throat> beer. Seven and a half percent. It is the strawberry milkshake IPA. Hmm. Well, you and milkshakes, something about it. Uh, you know, it's nice. Nice. You got to bring him to the yard. You know what I mean? As he sips on his beer with his pinky up. That's right. Uh, Dustin, what do you like to sip on uh, during the holidays for Christmas? Uh, nothing too crazy. Typically just some beer. I don't get into the eggnog thing. Can't do it. Um, never could. Even if you mix a little, you know, alcohol or something with it, still not my my cup of tea. But the Jack Daniels, uh, Jack Daniels has a Christmas blend or a winter blend or whatever they want to call it, and it's a cider, pretty good. I like that. A little bit of ice, and that's all you need. Okay, a Jack Daniels cider for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's not too bad. We went ahead. We bought our Christmas beverage, and it's a Christmas ale from Abita, Abita Brewing. So we're going to be drinking some Christmas ale. I'm not exactly, I never have been sure what is a Christmas ale. I really think they just came up with it about five years ago, just started calling stuff Christmas ale. I, I really don't think there's actually a Christmas ale. Kevin, what about you, man? Uh, what are you sipping on tonight? Well, tonight, um, I'm staying local. I got a Night Shift Brewery. Um, it's called the Night Crew. Uh, first time trying it. It's called a American Strong Ale, whatever that means. If that's what I was about to say, yeah, whatever that means. That's another one that I've never. <laughs> what, what the hell's a strong ale? Like, does it mean that it's you know it got higher alcohol, or they probably you know add some more stuff to it? Who knows? It's an eight point five, I guess. So pretty, there you go. You know, yeah, um, so hints of caramel and uh, pine with dried cherries and after notes of plum. So there you go. And Kevin, we're going to pretend like you didn't read that and you were yeah. actually, you know, trying to explain it to us. Yeah. yeah. Well, I couldn't, you know. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I never know half the stuff. They're telling me it's got Coralander and all kinds of other things in here. And I don't know what that is. I mean, what the hell? But what it's are you sitting on this weekend for uh, Christmas? Um, I just go to old trusty Jameson. Keep it simple, man. And I don't go all too crazy. Um, a lot of family makes like coquito, which is like the Puerto Rican eggnog. It's spiked with Bacardi, cinnamon, you know, and that that will get you right if you got too much. Sign me know. up. You know. Poppy, come on. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, buddy. 
Oh, sounds delicious though. But you're uh, you're like, no, nah, I'm gonna refrain from all that. Yeah, you know, I'll take a couple couple drinks here and there of that, but I I try to stay one course. I don't try to mix too much, and you know, those days are done. Oh those yeah, days- yeah, trust me, right? Those after <laughs> days just get more and more brutal, more and more brutal. <laughs> Dale, good to see you, on, man. What uh, what are you sipping tonight, and what are you gonna be sipping on this weekend? Well, tonight we have a devil's backbone being a lager out of Virginia here. Uh, right. but, uh, they were good and uh, Anheuser-Busch bought them out about four or five years ago and they just exploded and got bigger. And that's one thing that they kept good. Um, as far as the holidays, I'm an eggnog guy and uh, Evan Williams makes a good eggnog. It's pretty good. It's got a, got a, a little bourbon hint to it. Hard to find down here, but uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Bourbon eggnog. So, Lucas, you said you do vodka, and then I guess yeah, it's, uh, uh, Puerto Rican is rum, Dutch. and for Dale, it's uh, it's some bourbon. Bourbon, absolutely. Oh, all right, sounds good. Maybe I'll have to give it a try. I'll mix all three of them together. <laughs> hey, here we go. <laughs> have a a Long Island uh, <laughs> a Long Island eggnog. Let's do it. All right. So one of the questions we get on a regular basis, uh, and it's, I mean, it's, it's regular. And I had one this week from, uh, actually it was somebody that's going to be getting their, their vehicle ceramic coated and it has matte, uh, a matte paint job on it. And so they were curious and then Staller told them they were using hyperclean fully supported. The guy went on the website, checked things out also seemed to be very supportive of it and just had a couple questions, you know, well, what's going to happen? Well, how does, does my matte paint get messed up? Does my, my matte plate paint turn glossy? Now, these are common questions that a lot of people have. So let's dive into it for a little bit and let's go into some matte, some matte wraps, some matte uh, care and, and applying coatings to matte paint, you know, can it be done? So first off, let's start off. I'm curious, Lucas, we'll just start off with you because you're on my top left. What's your favorite matte vehicle and color? All right. So for me, this is I, I get a little funny with this one, but my favorite matte color is that car wash white coming off of those Toyota Camrys. For some reason, Toyota Camrys that are white, the people never think they have to do anything of them. And five, seven years later, they're like, oh, I don't I need to watch. I don't need to. I don't need to do it. And they'll go through. I we used to go through a lot of we'd see people going through a lot of those touchless car washes and they would just keep getting everything stripped down and stripped down. And the best touchless watches use a very high concentrate of soap It's very caustic. They need to use that to strip everything off. Well, if you never put protection back down on your paint. You constantly keep going through those washes and your vehicle's white. It literally turns from that oxidation turns this like matte white look. And I saw it all the time uh, in the car wash world. And it was always my favorite. And that was kind of a joke, but that, that matte white and a Toyota Camry is, uh, is pretty interesting. Lucas, what about you, man? Favorite, uh, favorite matte and what, uh, what vehicle is it on? So the, Mercedes-Benz AMG GT wears a matte green code on some of the uh, higher trim models, and it's one of the finest-looking matte colors I've ever seen on one of my favorite cars of all time. Oh, Kevin. You're on mute. Favorite uh, matte and color and make and model? So I'm going to go just real quick. I think what you're talking about with that Camry, that single stage white. Absolutely. Those, that ran like, into, I want to say 2010, unfortunately. It, I got one of those and like, it legit took me like an hour to dissect the problem. So uh, that's what that <laughs> one. Um, but I'm going with the, uh, the AMG. It's like a silver matte. Um, I've done it on a wrap. I've ceramic the wrap. I've never ceramic matte paint before. Um, But I did have another AMG with a spray wrap. And that was trash. Like it didn't have any response to anything I threw at it. Um, So the the liquid wrap was, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. All right. 
Dustin. Oh man, what is what is Matt? We don't see that over here in West by God. <laughs> I mean, we just see pickup trucks and and SUVs. Uh, no, I'm probably going with. There's a silver black widow truck that runs around here locally, and it's like a a gunmetal matte gray. That thing looks so sleek. I mean, I don't think it gets any better. Uh, we haven't done any work to it, but man, does it look good. Dale? I'm not a Matt guy. I've been a body shop guy like I was. I, I, I don't see a reason to have a car that looks like it needs a paint job. But uh, we had a buddy of ours that had a Veloster that had kind of a dark gray matte finish. And it didn't look bad. Dark gray, yeah. It, it seems to be the common thing. I'm If I was real, like the ones that the ones that I find to be the most enjoyable to look at, I like that Range Rover with that silver gunmetal-ish, you know, matte to it, all blacked out, everything else. I like that look. I think that's clean. Uh, cooking with Nick, what is on the menu tonight? And then what's your favorite color of matte, and uh, what vehicle are you putting it on? Tonight we're meal prepping for the next, like, three, four days up until Christmas, prepping all my lunches and food, uh, food for work and whatnot. Um, I want to make, in bulk, some copycat Chipotle burrito bowls. Like it, chicken, veggies, lime. Simple, get it. Simple as can be. Yeah. All right. Um, Color and vehicle. It's a Mercedes Pearl matte white. Ooh. Um, comes in various different things. Usually, you know, high up cars, C sixty threes, and insert any number or any letters sixty three. You know, um, that is clean and classy. I don't know, like. Once it gets like dark outside or like darker outside towards sunset time, and you get that car like under a spotlight or a street light or something, and it starts turning like different colors, and it, oh, it's it's more like satin than matte, but you know what I mean. And it's mm -hmm. it's gorgeous. Yeah, it is gorgeous. I was saying, clean and classy. It is a good. This is a good look. Mr. Walters jumped on. Hey, Nick. Uh, we're talking about Hello, matte. What is your favorite matte color, and what vehicle is it on? Uh, the, the mat that I liked the best was, uh, the original RS seven Audi that came out. Uh, it had their gray was just a better look than what we've seen since most grays are a little too light or a little too dark. I think they got it right, right out of the gate. And that's probably my favorite mat that I saw. Uh, you know, we had one of the first ones in the United States that wasn't really widely being done by manufacturers at the time. That's still probably my favorite. Cool. All right, let's go around real quick. And this is a quick answer, right? Quick, quick. What do you think the number one way is that somebody damages Matt, right? Lucas, number one way you think somebody damages Matt? Too aggressive of a clay bar. Okay. Kevin. Um, Wrong chemicals. Hmm. All right. Dustin. Puts a polisher on it. <laughs> <laughs> Dale. Wax. Wax. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Cooking with Nick. I'm going to go with Clay. Clay. Yeah. Two good answers. Nick, uh, we, we talked about this earlier. Uh, it's something that you and I both think is similar to Kevin, right? Chemicals, wrong chemicals on the paint uh, or wrap, uh, soap scum. You know, if somebody gets a, 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 a bad wash job and the, the, the vehicle dries with soap on it, oof, that could damage it. Let's talk yeah. through that a little bit. What do you think that starts with? Wrong soap? Cheap soap? What is it? Well, obviously, if you polish matte, that's going to cause the most damage. Okay, let's, let's make that clear. But the overall reason that we see Matt in bad shape is, is soap residue. And what'll happen is if, if, you know, we can call it cheap soap, but you can call it improperly formulated soap. Soap should work across all painted surfaces. It should work across, you know, 99% of matte uh, vinyl wraps that are on the market. It should work on everything. But I think the one thing people don't realize they're seeing is when you see some of that chalky behavior on a mat or a vinyl wrap, 
a lot of times that's coming from soap. It's not coming from like an express wax or a spray sealant. It's coming from that actual soap. Obviously, if somebody were to use a degreaser or something on it, that would cause some, some markings and some chalkiness. But the number one thing we've seen is uh, continual use of a poor formulated soap creates a, a scummy sort of chalky look. All right, let's go. Hands up. This is even quicker. Hands up if you've coated a matte vehicle. Hands up if you're at home, honk your horn, driving your car, whatever. Let everybody know. So most everybody here has coated uh, a matte type of vehicle. Nick, there's a lot of confusion, which I said earlier, that kind of comes around coating and putting coatings on matte. Question that most people have is, will, will it turn glossy? That's the number one thing that many, when I get a phone call or I, I'm trying to walk through somebody that has matte paint and we want to put on a coating, they'll say, well, is it going to change my paint? Is it going to suddenly make it shiny? Uh, <laughs> I always explain that, no, it's, it's going to actually give you a better image of what's underneath that a coating will. They'll actually get a richer look to it. How do you explain uh, putting on coatings on matte paint and if it should be done? I look at it like trim. You know, when you're dealing with matte paint, you know, uh, Dale, who's on with us tonight, has, has dealt with these on the level of putting them on. It leaves a more porous surface. And so what happens is if you, and again, I always tell people, if you're really nervous about something, go at the very bottom behind the passenger rear, rear wheel where nobody's ever going to see it. They got those underneath pieces and wipe yourself some coating in there and watch what it does. It's the same thing I tell guys on trim, you know, go to a place nobody's going to really see and watch how it reacts. I, I've kind of said this, I've never found anything easier than wrapping a vinyl wrap or wrapping matte, or excuse me, uh, coating a vinyl wrap or coating matte paint. That's the easiest coating job you'll ever do. If you understand, use about 50% more uh, coating, allow it to soak in, relax, nothing bad is going to happen. You're going to watch it kind of sweat, but you're going to watch it sweat much less than on a painted clear coated surface, like, like normal glossy paint. And what you actually want to have happen is to let it soak in when coating soaks into those types of things, that's what allows it to build up even more protection. If you wipe it on and immediately wipe it off, like we see people do a trim or we see people do what with, with matte paint, what's going to happen is you didn't actually let the coating soak in and you got to remember it's just a really porous surface I, I, there's nothing easier than coating matte or vinyl if you understand what's going to happen in front of you and and so i think it's the most enjoyable process to coat personally and and that's been that's been a thing for you to really kind of educate me on over the past you know times if we started working together as i told you over some conversations i don't really deal with a lot of matte there's not, as Dustin said there in West Virginia, he doesn't see a lot of mat. I never have really seen. We have some around, but and especially as it grew more popular. But when, you know, the main time when we were handling customers, we didn't really experience a lot of mat. So I've always been a little anxious. I'm, I fit into the characteristic uh, guy that, that you just explained. I've always been traditionally anxious around matte pain. And, and for you to educate us all on, you know, applying more, actually taking a breath, like, whoo, I, I, I've always been nervous around Matt. Yeah, I get it. I mean, look, it, it happens when you train staff, you know, they, they think something bad's going to happen because like you said, they, they either have it in their brain. It's going to get glossy or if something happens, I can't polish it off. That's the real reason that guys get nervous. Honestly, there's some porous vinyl wraps, lower quality ones, where I've wiped in coating and never even saw it sweat because so much soaked into the surface. You can see this on trim. You know, as guys start to use what we've talked about here on trim, guys can do all the trim of the whole car, come back and go, wait, there's no excess. And that's the way you got to look at wrap is just understand nothing bad's going to happen. And honestly, I've seen some bad installs, so I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but anybody with any type of caution and brains and has laid coating on before, uh, it's the most, I like it the most. I, like I said, I, I can go back to, I think the first time I did something was maybe 2011 or 12 and those coatings were way worse. Now with the technology, like in our lineup, 
I mean, Uno, Dos, Trey, whatever I want to, I, I don't. So it's, it's fear. Sweat. It's fear. Yeah. I would imagine yeah. most everybody is always like, you know, a, a healthy concern for, I dread that I would leave a high spot that I would miss something that I would do, you know? So I was, I was always apprehensive about doing it. Is that, do you think the common, like we, we joke about wives tales that, that happened in the industry, you know, there's, there is a thing of, of being so overly concerned about Matt, you know, what, what, why, why, what, what is it? Well, these guys can all chime in. I mean, everybody's kind of heard their own stuff. I don't think people actually know about paint. Again, when you have a guy like Dale that sprayed these things, there there really isn't that much difference between matte and clear-coated, you know, gloss paint, except for the application process. Once it dries and once it bakes, it's a paint system. You don't have to freak out and think that because the color looks a certain way or because there's matte, that all of a sudden there's all these different properties to the paint system. I think one thing I benefited from I would say anybody that's been in this situation, if you've ever been into a paint booth, a body shop, you've ever spent time there, you got way more comfortable with paint. And that was sort of the norm at the beginning of my career is, you know, over here, somebody had a paint booth and then they had two or three detail bays. And so they were painting cars and then they had the detail shop. Now you don't really see that because a paint booth now is like, you know, $400,000 for a downdraft system. So that that's kind of gone out of it. But I think honestly, it's just because as detailers, we beautify paint, but we don't know everything that goes into actually getting that paint onto the surface and curing it. And then that's where the wives tale starts, right? Because honestly, you could be talking about heavy equipment has a clear coat on it. You could be talking about leather has a clear coat on it. Those things are not very different from each other. And matte paint is really no different. There's still a protective layer on the outside. There's still a paint system that you're dealing with. What are the characteristics of that paint system? Once you identify them, it, it really will take the anxious behavior out of it. Cool. All right, let's go around the room. Lucas, you recently put a uh, hyperclean ceramic coating on a matte paint. It was a great install. What's, uh, what's your overall you know, tip in a sense for if you're going to be installing hyperclean ceramic on matte paint, You know, what's your number one suggestion? Or it could be, hey, make sure you don't do this you know, simply make sure you do this and fill in the blank. What's your overall tip? Well, I think most, most people run into problems with matte paint because they're approaching it as if it were a clear coat and they put too little coating on the sponge. So put that few extra drops and do like Nick said, let it soak in a little bit and then wipe off. And the benefit of matte paint over clear at least in my experience, is that it's a lot easier to see where you have an edge or a high spot on a matte surface than a clear-coated surface. I don't know what it is. It's just the light refracts so much more cast. It doesn't. It's not as focalized of light, so you'll be able to see your high spots a lot easier. Um, I, I generally like to at least do a quick polish on all the cars that I coat, even if it's only a quick 15-minute buzz. That's just a me thing. That's just what I do. Um, so that, that was a little bit of a difference in the process was I didn't, obviously I didn't buzz this one with, a, with I don't buzz matte cars with a polisher, but, um, yeah, really just make sure that it's prepped well before you apply. Cause again, you don't get to cudgel yourself with a polisher at any point in the process. So if you're new to it, just take a little bit of extra time to make sure your prep is good, that you're paying attention and that you're not leaving high spots and you shouldn't have any issues. Cool. Thanks, man. Brandon from Tim's. I'm going to jump over to you, man, because I, I know you hopped in a little bit ago, but we haven't been able to say hi. Thanks again for the beer that you sent me. Quite tasty. Even though Nick gave me shit about drinking raspberries, you know, it is what it is. I do appreciate the cold beverages. You, uh, you've you got some body shop experience, and uh, you probably worked around some matte paints. What's your what's your tip or suggestion when applying a hyperclean coating to, uh, to matte paint? I mean, I think the biggest thing is take your time. Um, don't rush it and make sure you get plenty on there. Um, and don't be scared. I mean, I think that's everybody's biggest thing. What fear of the unknown, right? Just don't be scared when you do it. Test, test the spot and take your time. Okay. Cool, man. Thanks so much. You sipping on anything tonight? Yeah, I got uh, from the same bird fly south. I got the blueprint again. 
That's good. Become stuff. one of your favorite breweries, huh? Yes, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I I made sure I'll make sure to send Nick some too. Uh, he's looking forward <laughs> to some raspberries. Hey, he makes fun all he wants. That stuff's tasty. Hey, he loved he loved it so much he spilled it on his shirt. I mean, that's how much he, he loved that. <laughs> Late. Too good. All right, let's go up to Kevin. Kevin, uh, it you know, and as we go around, I know everybody's going to use the, sort of the same tip. So let's try and uh, if you can come up with something new, if you don't have something new, just skip on over, right? So. Some type of tip or anything you, you, you haven't heard that you think somebody should know. First and foremost, um, community, right? Community. Uh, how about Marty, Nick, 24. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> Negative. Yes, right. Um, I mean, my, my angle, I would just say, uh, the community, uh, how you communicate with the client. Mm, you got expectations. Nice. Yeah. I let them know. Um, I, you know, and I just go down the road. It's a uh, deep, darker satin look. Real simple. And it happens. You know? Cool. I like it. Way to, way to get outside the box. That's a great, great suggestion. Dustin. Uh, like Nick said, a lot of people don't quite understand paint. Um, Fortunately, I have a collision repair background, so I kind of get that side of things. And Matt's a totally different deal. Like having somebody that can even paint Matt is pretty tough, but uh, don't overthink it. Like the first time that I coded Matt, I was kind of like, oh, man, here we go. Just overthinking it. Uh, once you get started, it's, it's a no brainer. It's so easy to work with. Um, the first one I did was a wrap and it just soaked it up. I let it flash and I'm like, dang, where'd all the coding go? Um, but super easy to work with. We've done a few Harley Davidsons that are awesome. Uh, and white can be tricky there, Matt, dude. My goodness. Just having all the lights and just being able to see it. Don't overthink it. It's a no brainer. All right. Dale. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you coded Matt yet? Did one. We did uh, a Honda Accord for a guy and, uh, used probably a whole 50 milliliter bottle. We put a ton of stuff on it. And uh, like you said, you know, it's lay it wet, let it sweat. And, uh, you know, after about two panels, you get the hang of it. And it, it made the car blacker. And I loved it. It worked out well. The, the problem we always found when somebody wanted a matte car, they didn't really know what they wanted. They wanted matte, but maybe they thought they were getting satin or semi-gloss or flat. It's, you just couldn't get in their head to know what they had, what, what they wanted. Because they saw it at a car show and boom, matte. Dale, you just blew all our minds. You listed off three things that all seem so similar together. Nicely yep. done. Break those down for us. Give us 30 second breakdown of what those different ones are. Yeah, my painter had a, uh, a spray out car on the beach. Um, flat is, is definitely the deadest, followed by uh, semi gloss. Satin is next. And then that would, would kind of be the closest to a gloss would be on there. But there is, there's different, different, different levels of non-gloss if you will absolutely makes it. we had a guy that came from another shop that uh, had a camry i think it was that, that did a, a paint job and they had to repaint a couple of panels and they got different level of of matte finish on the two panels they repainted and overspray on the rest of the car you're not polishing off overspray like you would on a regular clear coat no you're not yeah they reshot the whole car for it is there is there anything in those different levels that we need to think differently or we're going to just stay with what Nick said? It's all a paint system. Everything's the same. That's everybody overthinks it. It's, it's what is this matte paint? Still paint. Paint is the key word there. It's still paint. It's just got a different different level of gloss to it. All right. Cool. Thanks so That's much awesome. for the input. Wow, That's awesome. I mean, I, <laughs> guy paints cars. I mean, painting cars for a lot of years. I, I mean, that's that's just information that guys should take away from this and go, Hey, relax, relax. I promise it's just paint. Right. Like, but I do think there's a very big difference of what people think matte and satin is. Matte gets a real ugly look really quickly. It wears very easily. You really want a satin look mm -hmm. because that's what looks best in the sunlight. That's what ages the best. So if you're giving advice to clients out there, they may say the word matte, but you're really looking for a satin look. 
which will look matte to most people, but will age much better, in my opinion. It's hard, hard to get in your head and know what they want, that's for sure. Definitely. All right, cooking with Nick, give us an update on the food and then uh, walk us through. If you, uh, um, if you have a still tip. In prep, nothing's cooking yet except for rice. Um, working on seasoning everything up. Um, just prepping all the ingredients, getting ready to throw things on the on the burner. Um, nothing pretty to look at yet, other than tequila. But yeah, all right, no update. I know nothing about matte coating matte paint because I've never done it, so I'm not going to throw pull something out of my ass. Um, that's that's what we respect, Nick. That's what we respect. Much love, much love. All right, let's uh, let's hop over to a little Christmas edition of. The community pub, and these will be fun for those of you that are following along here in the group. You'll see the uh, questions in the uh, chat, and uh, let's roll through these so there's not a, those ums and ahs, right? These are should be funny and good good to play along with. So let's fill in the blank with a little Christmas drinking game. All right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Christmas over last year because, so for me, it's because Avatar's coming out. I have waited to see Avatar number two. I know Nick. Nick is hating life, but it is what it is, man. I love movies, and I've been waiting for Avatar. Avatar 2, and we already got tickets. So, Lucas, what about you, man? Why are you excited about this year over last year? This year? Uh, it's a good question. <laughs> I guess because it's another year, another year of growth, hopefully, and another year to have some fun. Get it. All right. Kevin, this year's Christmas over last year's. Um, say, uh, providing for my youngest son. He's going to like a uh, Celtics basketball camp. Hope he doesn't hear this. <laughs> uh, that's awesome man but he does listen though he listens with me in the car and he, thinks, <laughs> he thinks marty's a squeaker if anyone gains you know what that means uh, <laughs> oh, you know. all right dustin what about you this year's christmas over last year's uh, i mean it's always exciting to look forward to christmas spending some time with the family kicking back my grandma's mashed potatoes and christmas cookies I, every year gets better and better with them Christmas cookies. That's what I look forward to. Huh. Yeah, Christmas cookies are good. Dale? Yeah, it's uh, this year. First of all, uh, a year ago yesterday, we sold the body shop, so we got a big check and, and, and dealing with the Christmas with no body shop background or have to worry about that for first time in 30-plus years. Um, the best part is our son moved up to Charlotte from Orlando, who worked at Disney for a long time. So he's going to come up for, for Christmas. So we'll have all the, all the family here for a change. Awesome. That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Cooking with Nick. I'm going to hang out with my dad on Christmas day. First time I think I've ever done that in 10 years, maybe. So I'm going to go chill with him and cooking with Nick is going to get to cook for his dad for the first time. So I'm happy about that. Dude, congratulations. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Community nicely done. Mr. Walters, this year over last year? Uh, well, you know, we had a surprise here. And uh, so uh, I'll have my uh, second kid here for this Christmas. She was supposed to be born the day after Christmas, so she'll be here. So I think you got you to gotta vote for that, that, that we'll have uh, both of our daughters here for, for this Christmas. And uh, plus you actually, I think I saw a fitting come through and an order come through for uh santa claus costume that's uh, <laughs> exactly orders. right i put that yeah. right on the company i said you know what this yeah. is an expense let's yeah. go ahead and uh, make marty pay half of this <laughs> yeah uh, so you know I'm, I'm we're ready to see those stories and and all the fun times of you starting to dress up like santa hey claus. i'm still i'm still gonna say because you're a movie guy the best christmas movie to ever be made is bad santa Oh, absolutely. I love that Santa. Yeah. I watch it every year. Or better Santa. Oh, man. I love that. Absolutely. Fuck me, Santa. Fuck me, Santa. Fuck me, Santa. I just love when he asked that kid, what do you want for Christmas? A snot rag? That was, that's an all-time line. 
So I'll, 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 I'll vote for any time that's playing more during the holidays. I'll, I'll definitely enjoy it. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> and he's walking with the mall, throwing his, his whiskey bottle out, smoking a cigarette. It's, it's the best. It's a great that's movie. Great. Yeah. Brandon from Tim's this year over last year. Uh, Christmas is on a weekend, so I don't have to pay out holiday hours. Hey, look at you. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. We're taking off Friday and Monday. <laughs> oh, that's too funny though all right getting the perfect gift never really happens but one time i got blank and i loved it because and for me one time i got a red rider bb gun come on if anybody's seen the christmas story and if you could put yourself back in the day of being a kid seeing a christmas story and a red rider bb gun man i finally got it one day and whoo I was so thankful because I was tired of shooting the Nazis with my rubber band gun. <laughs> See, growing up in the eighties, we had cold wars. We had things about Nazis and, you know, Rocky punching the Nazi and, you know, it was always Nazis. So I was always playing fun games where I was shooting Nazis with a rubber band gun. And I was so glad to get a uh, red rider, double action shot, BB gun. That way you can load it in and shoot them. And I, that was, that was, that was my highlight of my childhood right there. All right, Lucas. What about you? What was the uh, the best gift you ever received? Ooh, the best gift I've ever received at Christmas time? Well, so I kind of grew up in a cult that didn't celebrate Christmas. So my first Christmas was until I was married. So I'd say best thing I've ever gotten for Christmas was laid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think we can all get behind that no, i mean okay thanks everybody have a good night best answer ever i mean we all we all need to go you know all right kevin what about you man uh you can't get a perfect gift but what's the best one you've ever received it's funny i was just talking about this with my son today um 10 years old last santa christmas it was a f1 rc and when you gunned it, the tires got skinny like a funny car. And that thing had some bounce. Um, so I was probably about 10. That was, that was, you know, last thing I could remember. So let's mark that up. Oh, great. Good one. Good one. Dustin. Uh, man, growing up, my mom would always get me new riding gear. Big motorcycle guy. So uh, riding gear, man. It, it, pants, jersey, helmets, whatever greatest gift it was like every christmas i'd get a new set so um now my wife has carried on that tradition so i always look forward to christmas time give me a fresh new set sweet still living the old days are you <laughs> that's right you like if i if i was you in a different life i'd be the guy that's still playing softball in his 40s <laughs> out there on the old <laughs> softball field Ding! you know let's get her man i ain't that old yet easy now i'm still hard <laughs> at it it's creeping up there on you, Dustin, man. Blowing oh, out knees. No. You know, you can't even finish a race. Happens. Uh, you know, I wear knee I wear knee braces now. So uh <laughs> finally invested in a set of those and some other stuff to keep my keep my joints together. And <laughs> you know, knee braces don't fight the swelling though, but you know, we'll we'll worry about that when the time comes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dale. What about you, man? Uh, probably this year. Um, the wife uh, went ahead and bought a new Model Y performance. We picked it up last Tuesday. So, yeah, we treated ourselves to a good Christmas. <laughs> Can you have cooking with Nick's attention now? Cooking with Nick is zoned in. You got a what? <laughs> hey, yo, what? Why'd you do that? A pearl white uh, 23 Model Y performance. Okay, that's the right color to get. I don't hate you anymore. Yeah, the car and uh, interior couldn't, you know. I'm smart enough to know not to get the white interior. There you go. Yeah. I mean, those got to be brutal to maintain. Brutal. But they the sure look great. So like when good. you see them at all white and the white interior, I just go, woof. Yeah. It looked good, but brutal. It's got to be brutal. They look good today. I don't want to see them three, four, five years down the road. No, no, thank you. No. I'll tell you a story. My, uh, my mentor in the body business, he uh, he had the funniest joke. 
He said for Christmas one year, he got a pair of pussy and a pair, uh, no, a piece of pussy, for socks, and they were both too big. <laughs> Community. Community. <laughs> Good one, Nick. I think one year my mom got us like tickets to Amsterdam, was it? Oh. We went to Amsterdam and England in 2019, and I'm pretty sure she counted that as a Christmas present. So I'm going to have to say that. Hell yeah. I'm sure, you had Nicholas, fun in Amsterdam. Did you just buy yourself an Alfa Romeo? Do what? Didn't you just buy yourself an Alfa Romeo? Yeah, but that's so? more of like a, you know, shits and giggles type present, not really a Christmas. Like the Christmas present to myself is going to be the built in thing that's coming for the mini. Ooh. All right, Nick Walters, best Christmas present you've ever received. Uh, well, they got ended up getting banned by the federal government, but I know everybody remembers the big red three wheelers. Oh, uh, that, was, that was probably my favorite, and it caused a lot of damage like some surgeries, other friends' surgeries, broken bones, all kinds of stuff. But still, one of the most fun things you can get for a gift, I think. They were a great, great way to get to know your ER staff, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no joke. Oh, yeah. No Major joke. hospital bills. Dude, I watched one of them tumble down a hill that was about 300 yards long, clear <laughs> to the bottom. And uh, one of the guys locally, when I was like 12, 13 years old, he had one of the ATC, the two strokes with the 250R engine in it. I jumped on that thing one time for about 10 minutes. I was like, no, nah, you can have this, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, they had the wheel wow. configuration wrong. They should have put the, the, the back two front, the back two wheels in the front, and then they, they'd have been on to something. You wouldn't have tipped it so easy. So, I mean, it's, it, was, it was just bad engineering. And when the federal government actually has to step in and say, this is over, uh, it's a pretty good gift. Dude, they, there's some nut jobs at a local track. They have like their own club and they have extremely modified three wheelers with them 252 stroke engines on it. And these dudes will be out there, like, launching tabletops. I'm talking, like, 80-foot tabletops, launching them on these things. Nah, you can have that, man. I think, Dustin, did you just admit you're getting old? You can't do all that anymore. No, I'm just not dumb enough (laughs) to launch an 80-foot tabletop. A voice of reason has, has entered his head. A voice of reason. It's called maturity. Congratulations, man. Dude, anybody who rode a three-wheeler on a regular basis is more of a man than I will ever be. <laughs> All right. Brandon from Tim's. I tell my wife every year all I want is just a BJ, but she always asks like it's out of the budget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess the best Christmas gift I ever got was my, my Firebird. Nice. Ooh. What yeah. year? 94 okay. it was nice had the t-tops and uh, are your kids in the background and you were just talking about uh some interesting stuff hard huh? to find a quiet spot in this house <laughs> <laughs> where i go fall crap behind me <laughs> that's okay they don't know what that means huh <laughs> that's awesome that's hilarious well we're glad that you always jump on even though you got the kids around man thanks so much uh, we got Corey and we got uh, Mr. Martinez. I don't. You guys are both off a of video, but I don't know if you can hear me. Corey, are you around? Nope. All right, we'll jump on over to the next question. And uh, the number one thing to get a car guy is right. If you're gonna get something for a car guy, or you're a car guy and you're going, hey, this is what I want. What is the number one thing that you should get a car guy? I'm going with little trees with the black ice scent. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to get some Good. little trees. With the black you ice definitely scent. had black ice in high school. No doubt about it. I, I can tell. I don't even have to ask. Yes. Yeah. All right, Lucas. Number one gift to give a car guy is. So last year, my buddy, who's also a car guy, without telling me, got me these little uh valve stem cut caps took mine off and put these on as a prank slash gift and they're teeny tiny little penises with balls on them <laughs> she put on the valve stem covers and i laughed so freaking hard 
So I'd say that is probably the best car-related gift I've ever gotten. Uh, that's Wait, a good one. Santa coming back? No. That's a good one. All right, Kevin. Um, I'm just going to go with the $40 bucket. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You stole mine. <laughs> oh, shit. $40 bucket off the list. Dustin, you want to regroup? Do you want me to come back to you? Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to All right, let's go to Dale. Dale, number one gift that you sh- a car guy should get is? Nah, going easy. Just a gift card. The AutoZone? Yeah, probably not. I was like, chemical guy store. That's it. Yeah. Oh, oh, come on there, Dale. What the hell are we doing? Oh. At least Jack's wax. <laughs> brutal brutal (laughs) brutal how about to dale's supply store gift card to dale's supply store there we go let's do that (laughs) pennsylvania or no no it was pencil yeah peninsula yeah all right dustin you back or no keep going yeah the number one thing that you should get a car guy is a gift certificate quick split details oh you can't do that oh Oh, come on i'm still coming back to you you can't hell no all right cooking with nick number one thing to get a a car guy for christmas uh not an ad okay hashtag not an ad um go visit frsh labs or fresh labs on instagram and go buy some of their uh air freshener like things they're little wooden like shapes or words or like all kinds of like different theme things like you could have like a mini emblem or like a i don't know all kinds of things but they have like oils that you put on them and you hang them <laughs> on your mirror and it makes your car smell like whatever oil that is and their, their scents are fire highly recommend it it's not it's not expensive and it's boy scents are tough <laughs> man Mm. Hey, I, tell, I mean, talk, I, I know hey, Dale knows. Yeah, you talk to me about sense, yeah, man. Heavy in the scent world. Heavy, <laughs> and I'm diving in heavy right now because we're really working on some stuff and trying to get it. There's everybody's favorite word. We're trying to get it dialed in. Ding. But boy, sense, and especially you get into the public. Oh, I mean, sense get really crazy with what people like or don't like or can stand or can't stand. So I'm going to tell you the Fruit Loops smell exactly like Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops scent. Huh. Okay. It works. Hey, I love Fruit Loops. I'm with you. All right. Nick Walters, uh, Mr. Walters. Number one thing to get a car guy. This is crazy that it got to me and nobody said it. A new car. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. The number one thing to get a car guy is a new car. Well, God mean, damn, Nick. They'd have to get their Dodge started out in the, the driveway and get uh, it out of the I way. Know, I, hey, uh, Nick, I just got, so you know, I wear a size 2021 Chevrolet Corvette Z06. There you go. Hey, those things are for real. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, <laughs> I do got to say, as Dustin's got a hell of a lineup of Dodge trucks over there, what's with all the stickers on the TRX? Do, do they not I know it's know. a TRX? They got to make it known it's a TRX. I mean, got to plaster that sucker all the way down the side. And then, uh, I mean, my God, have you seen one of them on the interstate? I mean, it's got more body rolls than a 1998 Chevy Silverado lifted 10 inches high. Yeah, <laughs> not. I, I think they're I think they're cool as hell, but I mean at the end of the day, it's a car for a car guy. Just so if anybody's wife is listening, that's what he really wants, a new car. There you go. Dustin, that was a pretty funny post in the specialist group. I mean you dodges don't stop at your shop, do they? Buddy, we literally have four of them here right now. I'm not kidding. There's four dodges here right now. It's like that. It, it must I don't know. Can't get rid of them. They just they're attracted. <laughs> Come to my shop. All right, I got an answer for you now. All right. Every car truck? guy. You no, can't do it. No. You can't take that. No, every car guy needs a set of weather techs. So a weather tech gift card. Or just go ahead and put the make model of the vehicle and just get it handled. Why, you know? 
Well, see, that doesn't always work. So a relative of mine did that for me one year, and then I got smacked by a Suzuki Samurai, and it totaled my <laughs> and it literally totaled this girl hit me so fast that it totaled my ram 2500 what piece of shit how the hell did you total how'd you get totaled by a samurai buddy she was i was on the main i don't care and you cannot defend totaling out a dodge truck with a suzuki samurai hey little little known fact i've actually owned one of those fun vehicle fuck yeah that was a without a doubt but when it's, I, I kid you not, I looked out of my peripherals and seen this thing flying through the air and nailed me straight in the front fender. Going 24 you, miles an hour. Shit, that's fast. Buddy, buddy, there was a brutal that Dodge that didn't stand a chance. Even see through. She hit this little water ditch crossing right past the stop sign that she failed to stop at. It just cracked me, man. Moved me off the road, and we split a telephone pole in half. Not even kidding. And the cops, she, she had the nerve to tell the cop, I stopped at that stop sign so you could see my tracks. And me and the cop are standing there, and he's, like, laughing. And he's like, so you mean to tell me you stopped here and moved <laughs> this truck off the road and threw that telephone pole? And she's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it just happens. <laughs> She run nitrous in that thing, four wheel drive boost launch. I mean, what's going Hell on? Oh yeah, here, man. <laughs> and weighing in a cool four hundred pounds, we blow through dodges nonstop. Hey, <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> those are here's a crazy car story about Suzuki Samurais. They were so dangerous. They used to have to put you through an infomercial in the dealership to show you how easy it would tip over. Because the federal no. government got so worried about those things. Oh yeah, if you can find those videos, it's freaking wild. Yeah, I actually owned one, and one of the coolest builds I saw at SEMA was a Samurai. Those, those are highly sought after right now, trust me. Especially oh, in the off-road community, they love those things. Yeah, one of my buddies, his dad has like 10 of them sitting out in his back 40. Ooh. Not even kidding, dude. They're the cheapest Polaris Razor that you can buy, <laughs> but way more durable. He, I swear he's got 10 of them sitting out there <laughs> What are you guys yeah. doing down here? <laughs> hey, if I ever find that video, I'll put it in the specialist group. You got to, you had to sit through it at the dealership to purchase that vehicle. Well, that's great. You have to. No, that would be fun. All right, Corey Taylor, I see your videos on, so you might be back with us. Number one thing to get a car guy for Christmas is? I do a water deionizer. Something small oh. for some guy if they've never used it. That way they can try it out. I That's like good. it. And there's plenty of those that you can stick up to just a, a normal hose and it's got some filters and you're not in it for too heavy. And it's a great way of starting to, to help elevate car care. I love that answer Corey. It's a phenomenal answer. Mm -hmm. Great job. All right. Martinez, you here? Nope. All right, man. We always love you being a part of the group. Okay. Last question. This will be our tab out question of the night. And uh, Lexus is known for putting on bows. What are you known for around Christmas? For me, I was always known for peeing. Because every Christmas, we always go skiing. This is the first Christmas we haven't gone skiing in, I don't know, maybe 10, 11 years. But I, I took this Christmas out. Other part of my family is still going. They actually left this morning. And every road trip... I'm that guy. I've always been that guy. I'm having to go pee before the women. Like every time the women go, Hey, we got to pee. I'm like, hey, let's go. Uh, that's just, I'm known for that. Everybody knows that's what I do. Uh, it is and what it that's is. Why, that's why you and Tim's drink raspberry ales. I mean, yep. uh, does it need to be said anymore here? I mean, this is, it's over. I, I mean, Tim's got off here, I think right before I can make another raspberry joke. I mean, come on. You're peeing before everyone else? Come on, man. Always. That's what I'm known for. <laughs> down too, right? No, that's no, down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucas, what are you known for? Lexus is known for putting on bows at Christmas time. What do people know about for you? Doing the Christmas Day burnout. Nice. 
Okay. Every single Christmas, whether it's a foot of snow, dry pavement, whatever it is, I'm taking something out into the street in front of my house and doing a big old fat Bernie. <laughs> Love it. Love it. We look forward to seeing pictures of that. All right. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Um, so those lexics, uh, those commercials were phenomenal back in the day. They just blew your mind when you see that for the first time. You're like, oh geez, you know, you can't beat that. Besides one of the best, one of the best branding things ever. Kevin's exactly right. It was so phenomenal. Uh, the glasses though, the champagne glasses, like they killed the whole thing back then. That was crazy. Um, quick samurai story. So growing up, my buddies put rotaries in those. And every time you shift it to second, the ass will kick out and it would just like power slide. They were awesome. Um, real quick, um, Christmas, I'm just known as the giver, basically. I don't expect much. I just, you know, I'd rather give than take, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that enjoy just giving gifts instead of receiving. Yeah, that's cool. Better to give than to receive. That's a, that's a common theme for a lot of people. Thanks, man. All right, Dustin, what about you? Yeah, so every Christmas, uh, between Christmas and New Year's, we usually go somewhere, ride dirt bikes. Uh, we're heading down south on Monday. So we're going to spend probably the remainder of the week down there, hopefully find some warmer weather and uh enjoy some ride time so you're known for riding huh That's you're that it. guy every 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 year after christmas we go somewhere and ride Sometimes every year after out. christmas yeah after christmas <laughs> and after christmas everybody settles down try to go like somewhere i'm out yeah get some get some time in i'm clocking out next week that's it uh I'm, it's well deserved this year so yeah all right man well happy riding and enjoy the time and if you see something other than a dodge that catches your eye we don't mind it either yeah yeah well you know shouldn't be dry i should be driving a ford transit down there fingers crossed it's ready friday hey there we go look at him hey i'm excited dude I, I'm, i've never been so excited to get a get a new vehicle and i am so pumped i i actually ford transits the way they handle I'm actually was surprised. I mean, you could move. I mean, they move much better when I had the, the Nissan NV 2500 with a big, like those were a bit lagging, of course, right? They're big and heavy, but that transit is quick. Love it. Oh, Handles yeah. really well. Three, five eco boost too. Maybe we'll get slap a tune on there. And exhaust. Hell yeah. They're doing some burn, some front wheel drive burnouts. And <laughs> there you go. You and Lucas can be FaceTiming each other while you do it. Oh, I, I'd right. be down. I've seen some pictures in the forums of guys that have, you know, put some wheels on those and lowered them down on coilovers or air. And they, I, they, they look pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, once you slam them down a little bit, do a little something, something to them, they, they're, uh, you know, us car guys, even our commercial vehicles, we got to do something to them. That's right. They look, they look cool, but I, I can't slam this one because it wouldn't look right. Because it's the medium roof, hundred and thirty-three foot, or. 133 wheelbase so uh, but the connects dude if you spec if you if you design them suckers right they look good uh -huh. I like it. all right dale what are you known for around christmas time i was always a car guy so i always had a clean car when uh we would always go to my aunt's house for christmas and uh whenever i'd go my camaro whatever i was driving was always clean so i was always the clean car guy at christmas that's cool. That's cool. Oh, shit. I'm still having a clean car, damn it. Yeah, got to. Got to. Love it. Go with Nick. Pretty similar boat here. Um, for Christmas, we always go down to, or have always gone down to my grandmother's in Winchester, Tim's Ford Lake, Marty. Um, and I'd always bring some kind of detailing something if the weather permits. Pressure washer, you know, to wash the cars or some kind of rig or, or something so I, so me and my cousins could wash their cars and hang out doing that for a few hours on christmas day while the adults cook dinner okay thanks man update on the food 
Uh, it's on the grill. I'll have a finished result here in like 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. It's underscore grooms, or you like to tag us. We always appreciate that. So then go check out our stories and see that finished product, man. It's always delicious food. Thanks so much. All right, Nick, Nick Walters, what are you known for at Christmas time? For a while now, I don't like to do very much. So don't, this is my time of the year. Let's just hang out. Let's chill. Uh, I don't want to be asked to do a whole bunch. I have a feeling I'm going to be putting a lot of things together this Christmas, it seems, with the boxes I'm seeing in, the, in my house. Uh, so that'll change. But I, I, I'm known as let's shut it down. You know, let's stay in our house. Let's, 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 you know, I don't want to do too much. I do everything else the rest of the year, but no, I'm, I'm more like, let's, the let's chill guy right now. Yeah. That's something you and I talked about earlier, right? Like this is the first year and I don't know how many, I mean, I think it's, it's over 10 that I haven't taken a trip around this time. It's always skiing, boarding, and this is going to be the first time. And I don't know how many years that we're not doing anything. And it's a little like, Oh, okay. It's going to be, yeah, we're just going to do, we're going to go watch Avatar. That's the highlight of our Christmas. Why would you say it a second time after you got made? (laughs) (laughs) You're like the kid that gets a wedgie and then comes back for another one. I mean, but Uh, you you can't bring it up twice. I mean, (laughs) at least I I didn't stick my tongue to the pole though. So (laughs) at least I didn't do that. that. So yeah, I I like to chill during this time. It's taken me a while to get there, but last few years, that's, that's what I do. You know, that's, that's, that's what I try to get my family to sign up for. And uh, so uh, I hope everybody, you know, we're not going to see anybody obviously before Christmas. So I can say it. Thanks everybody that hops on these pubs. Thanks for all the support. And I hope everybody has a safe Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Corey Taylor, what are you known for at Christmas? Years ago, I was just the driver because we'd always go to my grandma's house and then I'd have to meet my mom at my stepdad's family's place and then i'd end up going to another house so i mean i was just driving all over the place but now that i'm up here in oregon it's just my family by ourselves now so like nick i just take it easy i bust ass all all year round and then it's christmas just leave me alone i'm gonna stay home (laughs) all right man thanks so much appreciate you hopping on all right guys great pub Thanks so much. We wish, as Nick said, we wish each and everybody here on the pub, as well as those of you that listen, we wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whichever you like to say, whatever makes you feel comfortable, all good. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the moment. So I'll raise the glass. Thanks so much. Guys, thanks for hopping on. Lucas, even though that's a Bud Light, cheers, brother. <laughs> you, you too <laughs> kevin ever, thanks for hopping on man it's always great to see uh, you every week dustin love to see that you're still in the uh christmas spirit and the tree hasn't come down yet uh but uh boy those products next to it look good dale we'll get your new order out we'll get it out to you uh asap thanks so much brother wish you nothing but a merry christmas and uh glad to see you uh, as you progress through Last year to this year, it's always going to be great to see as you progress each year and uh, what detailing is going to be like for you. Cook with Mick. Looking forward to seeing that uh, that food, man. Wish you a Merry Christmas, and thanks so Thank much. Thank you. You too. Yeah, definitely. Corey, brother, uh, thanks for hopping on, getting the video in, and Merry Christmas to you. Martinez, Jorge, thanks so much, brother. And uh, Nick, hey, good to see you on the community pub. All right, guys. Everybody, thanks. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas, everyone. See ya. Hi, this is Marshall. And as always, what a great pub. Thanks so much for listening. And if you're like many people that are around, you have a little bit of questions around Matt Payne. You probably have experienced moments where you have a concern. And it's totally understandable. You've also understood and heard from us here on the pub that the best way that you should handle matte paint and matte wraps is with HyperClean ceramic coatings. HyperClean Uno is going to be the simplest way for you to protect your matte paint or your customer's matte paint. 
So let me encourage you right now, go on to hypercleanstore.com, get started. Maybe your story next Christmas will be how much you have grown, how further you have developed, how much more others are enjoying car life because you started coating their car with hyperclean Uno. It really is the easiest way to help somebody enjoy their car life experience. Hypercleanstore.com. Go in there, get some hyperclean Uno. It really is going to be one of the best things for you. And anybody looking for a Christmas present, anybody looking for Christmas next year, always, always think cars, always think car life, always think, how can I enjoy my car life more? And having HyperClean Uno on your paint is a great way to do it. Hey, this is Marshall, and I hope you make it a great day.